Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to the Dynamic Dojo Show with Restita and Robert. Your source for martial arts talk radio. Three, two, one, we're live. Hey, everybody. Happy holiday season. Welcome to Dynamic Dojo Talk Radio with Rashida and Robert. It is Sunday, December 18th, and our phone number here is 647 It's our Sunday brunch show. It's our holiday episode, and as always, I am joined here at the helm by my brother in the martial arts and esteemed co-host, Sifu Robert Deal. Hey, Bob, how's it going over there hey. in sunny, colder California? <laughs> sunny, it is cold right now. I mean, not that cold right now. It's only 46, but about couple hours ago when I left the house, it was like 36 degrees, so it was cold this morning that's, for SoCal. Yeah, for SoCal. That's, that's, that's crazy. Oh my goodness. Uh, <laughs> so what what a week I had. Oh, tell us about I, your week. Uh, so I, I went to a wedding last night, my, my niece's uh, wedding, uh, my brother's daughter. She's 30 years old. Uh-huh. And what really sucks is that I realized, and this is where I get my, my I, I was getting an old thing going. I was feeling really old yesterday because <laughs> my 30-year-old niece was getting married and my sister-in-law was pregnant with her at my wedding. See, yeah, that kind of puts, a, that kind of puts perspective on that, doesn't it? It does. And my 35-year-old niece was there. She has two kids. They're almost grown. And she was my five-year-old flower girl. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I feel the same way when my nie- when my nieces like, you know, talk to me on the phone and stuff, and I'm like, what, what, wait, somebody's in their last year of college already? What? You're not supposed to grow up. I know, right? It's like, I'm oh my to, god. So I'm supposed to still hold your hand when you cross the street. Year. I know, anyway. right? I try to do that with my daughter, and she wants something to do with that. So, I I dropped the girls off last night. I go out for a little while. Nobody told me my daughter wasn't home when I got home. She was visiting a friend that was back from New York for the holidays. Uh I locked the door. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah. So So she couldn't get in. She's there knocking. So she couldn't get in. It's 2 in the morning. She's there knocking. She didn't knock long enough because she woke me up because of the, the deep, REM sleep I was in, I thought I was dreaming because she stopped knocking. Now, if she would have knocked one more time, I would have gotten up to answer the door. Uh Uh-huh. So she texted me and tried to call me at 2 in the morning, and I wasn't Uh answering the phone, and my wife's phone was off. So Uh she had to stay with a friend of hers house about three blocks from here. Oh, that sucks. 
she's not really too thrilled with me right now, but I'm used to it by now. So, <laughs> this, you know, driving for Lyft and Uber this time of year sometimes sucks, sometimes not, sometimes does, because uh-huh. everybody's going to the, going to freaking LAX airport. Right. Los Angeles International Airport is absolutely insane. I only gave five rides yesterday because I had the wedding and all that. Three mm-hmm. of them were to LAX. First ride today, oh. LAX. Uh-huh. Now, yesterday, I get called, and we're, I guess there aren't a lot of drivers out, so I get called, and this girl's 22 minutes from me. So uh-huh. I'm like, damn. So I go get her, and I said, 22 minutes? And she said, yeah, I'm sorry. And I said, I am going to mess with you all the way down to the airport now. <laughs> and she says, I understand. <laughs> And she goes to get in the back seat because most commonplace is people get in the back seat. They still think you're a cat, but it's okay with me if you sit in my front seat. And I oh, looked okay. at her and I said, "What are you?" So she goes to get in the back and I said, "What are you doing?" And she goes, "What?" I said, "You get your ass in the front seat." <laughs> she, she, <laughs> so She's I like, "Oh, well, her. freaking okay." <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I so I abused her all the way down to the airport. That's okay. That that doesn't sound right. And she Anyhow, still gave me a nine dollar tip. That 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 still doesn't sound right. I, I, I know it's her. like every time I say I picked up a hooker yesterday. They don't get that either. Right. But no, I I I abused her verbally all the way down in a nice way though, and she still gave me nine dollars. Oh, that's. You know, it's you know, kudos to people for, for uh, you know, for having a great sense of humor and stuff like that. Um, I just want to remind our listeners about our phone number. Our phone lines open at about eleven thirty. Um, our phone number is three four seven six seven seven zero six nine nine. However, if you don't want to call, um, we do have a. Oh, I guess I guess I should bring up the chat board <laughs> on the Blog Talk Radio Show yeah. Monkey. Yeah, let me do that real quick. Launch the chat board, Rusty. Here we go. All right, let's see. Uh, go, go, go. Go, Gadget, go. All right, so our chat board oh is up. So if God. you don't want to, if you, I know I just gave away my age, but um, yes. if you don't want to call, you can go ahead and uh, type in the chat board. Or if you found our episode on Facebook, um, and I just posted the link on my personal profile page um, right when we aired. You can type any comments and stuff like that there. So, uh, um, Or if you just want to listen to the show and don't have a computer, you can just give us a call and listen. But our phone lines won't open to the public technically until about 1130. All right. It's our holiday brunch show. And uh, let's get started. But let's uh, go ahead and finish up with Seafood Bob's week. <laughs> a week in California. Uh, so my wife and I danced for the first time in many years last night. Oh, cool! Uh, it was it was very cold. It was an outside wedding. The ceremony did not last that long. I think my ceremony was about an hour and a half. This ceremony was about maybe twenty minutes total, uh-huh. and it was cold. So they pulled out the heaters and. A friend of mine that I've known for like 40 years uh, was there with his wife. One's a sheriff, one's a school teacher. And he called me a whiz for giving up my jacket. 
I put uh-huh. my jacket up to my wife, but we were right under a heater. I said, dude, I wasn't going to, but you ended up giving your jacket to your wife, and your wife was nagging me to give my jacket to my wife. So it's your fault. <laughs> now, why didn't they bring a jacket? That was the question of the night. She brought a little shawl, and that was it. Oh. And and it was freezing. It wasn't just cold last night. It was windy with a chill factor that would just go right through you. Oh, I hear you. It was just oh, excuse me. Cool, bless you. Uh, so that was it. Uh, my son flaked on the wedding, which I was I was livid over. Oh my god, the wedding starts at five. I uh-huh. get a text at four thirty saying. Oh, I, I forgot to tell you, I've got to work tonight. I was going to bring Ashley, but she doesn't want to go without me. So oh. they don't understand. When you RSVP for a wedding, those people order the number of dinners. Exactly. RSVP. Exactly. So, I said, so you stuck your uncle with two dinners. And now yeah. he has to pay for and you're not showing up for. Right. Oh, I was mad. Yeah. I was angry. And it's like. Yeah. See the next time you need a babysitter. See what happens. Right. Right. Friday night, he shows up to my wife's work, unannounced, at five forty-five. They said, "Oh, by the way, mom, we need you to watch the baby tonight." Oh, by the way, it's also a sleepover, so you've got to watch uh, her all night. And by the way, they show up at eleven o'clock yesterday morning to pick up the baby. Wow. Wow. Yeah. You know, I mean, um. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I was going to make a comment about young parents and 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 uh, grandparents being taken for granted and stuff like that. Now, when my sister um, had uh, had her first, well, both both uh, both my nieces, um, there were two sets of grandparents, and and well, my my mom and uh, Thomas's parents, <clears throat> and you know, they were really really good about giving as much notice as possible. And if one grandparent wasn't available, then the other grandparents would be, you know, that kind of thing. You know, the, right. the least amount of time that either side got was two days. There was no surprise. Planning was available oh, and stuff like that. You know, and, but see, we could plan with two days notice, not like 10 minutes, you know. Right, and exactly. It's, it's, it's yeah, kind of tough it, because... Yeah. Right, right. Well, the, the, but the bad thing is we're the only ones they can trust. They have oh, no other option. If, if that sucks. her mother isn't available and her sister isn't available, we're it. And they don't trust her sister or her mother, really. But in a bind, they will. Wow. Wow. Yeah, That's so there is bad. no – I know. And that is a real drag. It is. That, it that is. We're but, it. You know, but I, that I love you that and baby. Jenner, like the cool grandparents. <laughs> That's right. Especially That's when right. I fill her up on on sugar when she's old enough. Because you went. I don't know if you you. Uh, yes, yeah, you did. You went into it sugar with us. On, yeah. At City Walk that one time. Yeah. When I told Brandon I'm going to fill her up when she's old enough, take her in sugar, and then hand her back and say, "Oh, by the way, she's going to bed in about a week and a half." Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, so for all our listeners that have no idea what It's Sugar is at City Walk, it's, it's a store with just sugar, basically. I mean, it's candy. Candy, oh yeah. Candy up to your eyeballs. It's crazy. I mean, I started going into, you know, shock. <laughs> Physical shock just being in that store because it was just so much sugar. It was just, it and made I sent you. I remember sending you one time. My wife and I, and I think my daughter was in there, and they have some some of the most inappropriate names for candy in that place. And I was sending yeah. you pictures. Now, right, I, I'm I was not like, even share those that? on the air. No, no, I was like, what is that? Well, I mean, I know what it is, but what is that? <laughs> oh, it was the most horrible name. Oh, I was laughing yeah. my ass off, though. That I was, just wanted to send you. Yeah, that's, uh, that, <laughs> it was pretty funny. But, yeah, it's sugar. I mean, you know, we've got candy stores over here in Seattle and stuff, but none that big. And none with, like, bit of honey, you know, bars about as big as a desk. I mean, it's, <laughs> you know, it's. Like, right. Remember those? Oh my God. Yeah. Those were huge. I mean, I mean, it was like as big as a side table, not a desk. But, you know, still, I mean, I was like, oh my gosh, that's a lot of sugar. But and, I'm not paying $50 for a candy bar. <laughs> uh, no, absolutely not. Oh my goodness. Well, listeners, it is our holiday show. It is open mic. We want to hear how you're celebrating the holidays. We want to know how you're going to be spending your New Year's. So in about 15, 20 minutes or so, depending on how we get through this first section, we're going to open up our phone lines, and you are welcome to give us a call at 347-677-0699, and when you call at 1130 or so, just press 1 to let us know that you want to talk live with us and join the party. All right, well, let's get on with the show. Looks like we have some birthdays. Who do you have for birthdays there, Sifu Bob? I actually don't have many this week. I have two. Uh, on the 23rd of the month, it's Sifu Clark Tang's birthday, owner and Sifu of the Wing Chun Temple in in Long Beach, California. And on the 24th, Christmas Eve, it's Grandmaster Frank Trejo's birthday. Oh, right on. Very cool. Let's see, I've got uh, a few as well. Um, today, the 18th, we got Seafood Chris Bennett. His birthday's today. And I want to send a shout-out to um, an early birthday shout-out because uh, ho- hopefully I won't forget. My older sister living in Texas, Marcy Crum, her birthday is January 15th. I know it's next month, and I'm just going to make a big deal of it. Until next month. Um, yesterday was Sifu Charles Shepard's birthday. So happy birthday to him. We sent him a cute little happy birthday video. Um, who else do we got here? Let's see. Oh, we've got uh, Tuesday the 20th, Irene July, who is a, a parent of uh, one of my junior's kung fu students. My cousin, also on the 20th, Jocelyn Ventura on the 20th um and we've also got who else do we got here a former student of mine on the 22nd buzz fleming really that's his that's his name buzz well no he's got a different first name i forgot what it is but buzz is his is his nickname because he was an electrician (laughs) oh nice (laughs) 
<laughs> All right. Also, on the 23rd, Friday the 23rd, we've got Sensei Nikki Smith, a judo black belt. And Saturday the 24th, Christmas Eve. Who do we got here? I have nobody. Um, and I think, yeah, and I think that's it. Um, so for everyone having a birthday between the today and Christmas Eve, this tune is for you. I wanna wanna wish you a happy birthday. I wanna wanna help you celebrate. I wanna wanna wish you lots of presents. I wanna wanna help you eat your cake. Bossy, bossy in the island way You'll be jamming all night Till the light of day Your birthday, birthday is your day to shine Another year and you'll be looking fine So have a no worries, don't you hesitate It's time to party, party, time to celebrate Dokie, make it a great birthday week, everyone. All right. Announcements for this week. What do you have on your end there, Bob? You know, it's it's uh, getting towards the end of the year now. And typically, uh-huh. and I was talking to Michael Matsuda at the Martial Arts History Museum, uh-huh. and uh, he's actually open Thursday and Friday this weekend, the following week. Now, the reason I saw him yesterday is because I thought it would be one of the last days of the year that he's going to be open. But mm-hmm. this year, it, you know, it would have been hard to take. You could have taken it either way. His wife wanted him to stay open those two days because he's mm-hmm. retired. So right. either she she feels that there could be business those days, or she's saying, get your ass out of the house. <laughs> right? Right? <laughs> yes. And I think it's the latter, but I'm not willing to tell him that. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> we'll let him think it's his decision. <laughs> yes. Yeah, just like she's trying to make it look like it was a decision. Right, right. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, so when, when, when are they open again? Uh, they're going to open the tw- 22nd and 23rd. Okay. Okay, and uh, the 29th and 30th. Okay, so awesome. So Thursday, Friday this week, and Thursday, Friday next week. Awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Okay. Um, let's see, announcements on my end. I will be in the Burbank, L.A. area at the end of the month. Um, I'm going to be holding a seminar on the 31st at Balboa Park next to Balboa Sports Complex over by the concession stand. So, um, now, according to Bob, Balboa Park is huge. And, I, you know, I, I'm never really sure about the, the cross streets and stuff like that that's closest to the area that I'm going to be because the last time I was there back in August, there were people walking around the whole, like, perimeter of the park trying to find us, you know. So we started kind of late and stuff like that. So what, 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 what's the cross streets again there, Bob? Closest to the place Burbank that we're going to be. Burbank and Balboa. Burbank, Burbank and Balboa, Burbank Boulevard okay. and Balboa Avenue. Okay, Burbank Boulevard and Balboa Avenue. So that's kind of like the intersection that's closest to where we're going to be. 
um, right, right next to Balboa now Sports we're, Complex. <clears throat> we're going to be west, though, of west Balboa. Of the, okay, west of Balboa. All right, but that but Burbank and Balboa is is the closest intersection because I think correct we, at least because uh, I think the last time I was there we were telling people some other street or something so people had to walk clear across the street I think or across the park uh, but if you look for Balboa Sports Complex look for the side of the building that has the concession stand and we're gonna be like right there. Um, and, uh, I'm going to be going over Chen Tai Chi. We're going to be going over the basics, the 13 fundamentals, um, hopefully get as far as we can into a short form and delve into some push hands, um, and up applicate. What? What's so freaking funny? I'm, I'm so sorry. I, I started reading the, the article that I've got for weird entertainment news. Uh-huh. And you're you're gonna oh my god you're gonna have a fit when I when I read this <laughs> I, maybe I just looked at that and started laughing my ass off and I tried to cover my mouth. <laughs> oh, <I'm sorry. laughs> well, it's kind of hard to hide laughter when you got a dedicated mic next to your next to your face. I know, but, right? Yeah. Right. Well, I can't wait to hear it. Um, but the seminar again will be December thirty first. Starts at ten a.m. It's probably gonna go until one or two. Um, it's going to be a little bit longer than the first one. And uh, everyone that attended last August is welcome to come, as well as their friends, because this particular workshop is going to be geared more toward beginners. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's going to be geared uh, more toward beginners, but that's not to say that it's not for intermediate or advanced practitioners as well, because, as you know, it's always good to work on your basics if you're intermediate or advanced. Um, and it allows, if you're intermediate or, or advanced, uh, it also allows beginners to be able to watch more experienced people um, practicing and stuff like that uh, and to follow along with them. So uh, come on out, 10 to about 2 p.m. or so, Balboa Park, right next to the Balboa Sports, 10 to 2 December 31st. Be there, be square. Start the new year right, folks. Tai Chi is a great exercise that's not just for old people. All right. And uh, we've got somebody on our chat board that's uh, named Spark FMO, and they go, what is happening? And then they log out. So I have no idea who Spark FMO is or FM0. Spark FM? Oh, wait. Spark FM? What is happening? Let me, let me uh, reply. A spark. Uh, what's happening with you? <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> yeah, that, and that could be one of those fake ones because we've had a couple yeah. of them that that have yeah. Yeah, exactly. The people that just kind of like troll on on Blog Talk Radio and just like type in on every show that's on the air just to look for people to talk. Right. <laughs> we've had people like that. <laughs> yes, we have. Let's talk about just weird junk. Anyhow. Yes. All right. So that's it for our announcements. I think I don't have any others. So I guess let's uh, nope. get on with the rest of the uh rest of the show. So what do you have on your end? You got weird news, entertainment news, we got notable deaths, we've got like a whole bunch of stuff. So Mike is Bob's. Okay, so we're gonna go to now you're gonna for for me to make my point with this, Russ, you're gonna have to listen carefully. To, okay. to this story. It's about Ben and Jerry's ice cream. Okay. 
Ben and Jerry's ice cream left a not-so-sweet aftertaste in one NYC customer's mouth. In fact, she says it gave her some nasty lesions, which is why she's suing. So she's suing Ben and Jerry's. Because of, wait, let me back up here. So she's suing Ben and Jerry's because of ice cream? Yes, because she's saying ice cream gave her mouth sores. Well, that's what she's claiming. Okay, okay. I, I can't wait to hear the rest of this. The woman, now this is where it gets, gets a little funky, and that's why I almost lost it. The woman says she bought a carton of B&J's coffee, coffee, <laughs> buzz, 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 okay. and ended up in the hospital afterward due to oral discomfort. Okay. <laughs> you laughed at that oral discomfort. I bet you did. <laughs> no, I laughed at B and J's oral B- discomfort. <laughs> <laughs> well, see if the if the if the N wasn't and, there. And I yeah, I thank N God that there, they put an ampersand in there. It, yeah. I, I know, but it was the ampersand that said, Well, maybe but I looked at it and went, Oh, this is pretty funny. Uh, yeah. <laughs> BJ. <laughs> yes, and complaining about oral discomfort. <laughs> she says she complained to the company, and according to do- this is funny too. According to documents, B and J's refunded her five dollars and fifty cents. Oh, <laughs> well, they refunded her five dollars and fifty cents. Are you kidding? Well, In the you suit, know, she says she continued. Oh, go ahead. No, no, I was going to say, well, you know, I mean, <clears throat> if if it gave her mouth sores, then one of two things happened. Either A, she's just really, really sensitive to cold, or B, she's allergic to something and just didn't read the label to see what she was allergic to. Well, right. duh, you know. Anyway. Exactly. No, it <laughs> says here in the suit, she says she continued to have mouth pain for several months. And visited months. several doctors months. She visited several doctors, oral surgeon, and allergists attempting to get relief, but never did. Finally, oh. in December 2015, she, she says she had surgery to remove large white tissue from her mouth. The woman, who's repped by attorney Sachin Gandhi, believes a buzz, buzz, buzz was a bad, bad, bad hazard. <laughs> that, God. Oh, Lord. <laughs> that, caused, that, that caused her source. She wants at least $500,000 in damages. The, uh, I guess TMZ tried to contact Ben and Jerry's, but no word was heard back. I would have, if that's true, and that ice cream did cause it, and I wasn't allergic, I, nothing like that. I would be suing for a hell of a lot more than that. Yeah, well, it, yeah. I mean, I'd be interested in knowing what ingredients were in Buzz Buzz Buzz, or whatever the hell it right. was called. You know, um, <clears throat> yeah, because I'd I'd be like, oh, 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 oh no. You know, <laughs> I mean, if right. you know. Yeah. I mean, if there's something like acidic or poisonous in it or something like that or has like an like an ungodly amount of caffeine or whatever, then, 
yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd be suing too, but you know, who knows? I mean, I don't know. It just, every, you know, we live in a, we live in a sue happy society nowadays. So it's kind of hard, do. you know, it's kind of hard to, to, uh, you know, kind of take it for a grain of salt sometimes, but because like the other day I was following a, uh, a discussion about, um, something along the lines of that um, elderly lady that sued McDonald's and people were like, you know, well, that lady is, that lady is stupid. How can, how dare she sue someone for being stupid and spilling it in her lap? Well, people were getting the, people were getting the story wrong. It, it wasn't that she was driving and she spilled it in her lap on purpose. She wasn't even driving and people were just calling her stupid and thinking that, you know, a lot of people think that people will sue just for gold digging and stuff like that. And, and it's really hard to say <laughs> you know, <laughs> whether or not someone's lawsuit is legitimate or not. But I don't know. But I'd be suing too right. if there was something proven to be in that ice cream that could be hazardous. I'd be like, you know, you better get that crap off of the market. So. Exactly right. <clears throat> Anyhow. All right. What else do we got there, buddy? That was it for that one, for that story. Oh, you want okay. me to go right into Notable Deaths? Yeah, let's go into Notable Deaths. It's been it's been a crazy year for everybody, and we've lost a lot of great people, martial arts masters and celebrities and stuff. So who do we have for Notable Deaths this year? Okay, January, some of you have heard of, some of you haven't. January, this first one looked the same. When in 1970s, when he was on Barney Miller, as he did the day he died, January, oh, wow. we lost Abe Bogota. Oh, right. He was like 93. He looked the same. He was 50s when he started doing Barney Miller, and he, he never changed. Uh, wow. Glenn Fry from the Eagles. Now, this is a funny one. Dan ha- we lost Dan Haggerty in, 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 uh, in uh, January. Now, he went to my high school, right? Mm-hmm. And you know how he had he had that big old beard when he did Gentle Ben? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, he goes into a, a local restaurant right here about a, mi- a half mile from where I live on Hollywood Way, and you ordered a Harbor Light. A Harbor mm-hmm. Light, I should have looked it up first, but a Harbor Light was one of the, those drinks that you lit on fire, right? Oh, uh-huh. He caught his beard on fire about... 30 years ago, and fried his face. Oh, my gosh. Just, boom, just went up in smoke. That sucks. Uh, we lost uh, January. We also lost Alan Rickman from Harry po- from the Harry Potter movies. Mm, uh, mm-hmm. uh, we lost David Bowie in January. Right. And mm-hmm. here, here's an oldie. We lost Pat Harrington from One Day at a oh, Time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Now, okay. in February, we lost old-time actor George Kennedy, uh-huh. uh, George Gaines from the Police Academy movies and from the TV series Punky Brewster. We lost uh-huh. Maurice White, co- one of the founders of uh, Electric Earth, Light Wind Orchestra. And fire. No, Earth, Wind, and Fire. I, I thought it was ELO. Was it Earth, no. Wind, and Fire? No, Maurice White, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Oh. Earth, Wind, and Fire, yeah. Then I read that wrong. Earth, I think I read Earth, Wind, and Fire, and then typed the yellow. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, March, <laughs> we lost Patty Duke, Gary Shandling, 
Frank Sinatra Jr., Keith Emerson from Emerson, Lake, and Palmer, and Nancy mm-hmm. Reagan. Right. In April, we lost Prince, uh, World Wrestling Federation's wrestler of China, mm-hmm. and Merle Haggard. Mm-hmm. In May, we lost the lead actor from Mr. Ed, Will Burr. We lost Will. Alan Young. And also from the Patty Duke show, we lost William Shallow. Must have been about a hundred. He was, I know, he was up there. He was on so many shows. Oh. We lost Muhammad Ali. Mm-hmm. In July, we lost Gary Marshall. And I think some of these months are off from the website I got these from. Mm-hmm. Uh, in August, we lost Gene Wilder. Oh, don't forget Kimbo, Kimbo and, Slice we lost in June also. The MMA. Now who's that? He's the he's he's like the big bearded African American uh, guy that uh, got into mixed martial arts, but he was best known for his uh, YouTube series where he would challenge people and a uh, hundred bucks to uh, let him punch them in the gut or in the leg or something like that. <laughs> so anyway, go ahead. <clears throat> Very cool. Well, in August we lost. Kenny Baker. Kenny Baker was the little person who uh, was R2-D2 in the Star Wars movie. Oh, right, right. Now, I had to die because he was doing a, he was doing a Zarelto commercial with a race car driver and I forget who else. Oh, a comedian. Uh, I forget who. Uh, but Arnold Palmer. Mm-hmm. Uh, in September, we lost Hugh O'Brien in mm-hmm. September. Nobody in October, but November, we lost. And this is where it gets funny. These, I think, are off. Because I think these were December. Two of them, I think, were December. Del Castro. Right. Uh, Florence Henderson. Robert Vaughn. And Janet Reno, the ex-attorney uh, right. general. I think I think Castro passed like uh, late late November, and then you know the news I, I, was like I early December. Yeah, I don't know. Let me let me look here real quick. It was. Yeah. Uh, it was I'm almost positive Florence Henderson was December. Let me look here. Fidel Castro. Yeah, November 25th. He died like late. Wow, I didn't think that. Late. Wow, look. Look up Florence Henderson. Let me look up here. Florence Henderson. Uh, November 24th. Wow. I'm really behind the times. Uh, This one in December actually died here in Burbank. He was playing hockey with his 19-year-old son at Pickle Ice Rink, and then they rushed into the hospital. He had a heart attack. TV icon Alan Dick. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, with Senator and John Glenn, mm-hmm. and we lost Greg Lake, all members of Lake and Palmer. Oh, okay. And wow. Those are notable that people may have heard of from me, not enough, and some of them, of course, like Barney, shows my age. <laughs> now, is your um, is your headset battery like full on because? Um, you're sounding like you're just getting outside of uh, uh, Wi-Fi. Um, 
No, it's full. It's full charged. I just took it off the. Uh, I I just took it off the charger. For fact. Oh, weird. Hmm. Then what's going what on here? on this side? That is weird. Anyhow. Okay. Well, why don't we do? Oh wait, I've got one more. We've got the. We've got a little bit of health news here. Let me gotta. I gotta find it now. <laughs> <laughs> What did I do? Okay, health news. Here we go. All right. So this particular news article um, is related to the weather all across the country. It's cold in a lot of places. Um, Like, you know, I read somewhere today that somewhere in the United States, it's minus four. I think Mikaela Armstrong posted something about it being like minus four somewhere in his area of the woods or whatever. But um, this is advice on how to stay safe when it's dangerously cold outside. Um, now, during cold weather like this, falls on icy or snowy sidewalks and walkways are a big thing. So, number one, what you want to do is, quote unquote, walk like a penguin. Because uh, the number one the number one winter injury that's seen in ERs all across the country is falling on ice. So you've got wrist fractures, shoulder injuries, back pain, head trauma, all from losing balance and falling on the ground. So what you want to do is you want to keep an eye out for black ice hidden under patches of snow and be ready for a fall. I don't know how they expect us to do that if you can't see through snow. But... One of the big tips that experts make is get your hands out your pockets. Get them out of your pockets. Use your arms for balance. And if you do fall as hard as it might be, try to relax and not land on one outstretched arm or on your wrists. So you kind of want to walk like a penguin. Walk slow, feet shoulders distance apart, and take small waddle steps. That keeps your center of gravity over your front leg. Now, I kind of have to, I kind of have to kind of, not disagree, but I kind of want to correct this a little bit. When you waddle, um, instead of looking at front leg, you, this is just my thing because I'm a Tai Chi instructor, right? What you want to do is when you, when you walk, whether you waddle, okay, you always want to make sure you shift your center of gravity completely, completely onto one foot before you attempt to take a step with the other. The biggest mistake that people make not only in Tai Chi, but on walking on snow is that they'll halfway put their weight on one foot and then tend to push off in order to put their weight on the front foot. And that's where you slip. So walk slowly, shift your weight, be mindful of where your center of gravity is. Um, And we're going to be going over that at my seminar on the 31st, how to, how to, how to effectively shift your weight. All right. Number two, wear good boots. Canadian researchers recently found that 90% of winter boots failed a walking on ice test. The boots that earn the highest marks for being slip resistant have special outsole materials designed to provide better traction. Um, You can rate how your winter boots fared at ratemytreads.com. That's ratemytreads, T-R-E-A-D-S.com. And, you know, I I went to... uh, Payless shoe source the other day because I was looking for some uh, hiking boots and uh, I noticed that a lot of the quote unquote winter boots I'm doing air quotes here are primarily for fashion 
I mean, they have fur bits on them and stuff like that. But my God, who wears winter boots that have two-inch heels? Really? In the ice and snow? Come on, ladies. Come on. Anyway. Oh, jeez. I know, right? You know, I don't care what a winter boot looks like if it's warm. If it's got low soles and I know it can grip the ground, then I'm getting them. (laughs) All right. Well, it was funny last night. My uh-huh. my niece was wearing flats. She was wearing like bedazzled. The whole theme of the wedding was was Disney. That's what oh. they're in Disney characters. Like uh-huh. they're going to Disney World for the honeymoon. Now she was wearing bedazzled tennis, and hmm. she got her flower and same shoes because in flat feet, my niece is five eleven. Her wow. now husband, right five eight. Mm. Can you imagine? <laughs> Say that again because you cut out. What? Could you imagine any kind of heels when they were getting married? <laughs> <laughs> Is that really a thing? Do you guys really like? Do you guys really like trip out when ladies are taller than them? I just need to know that. So you know. Oh no! In, we would have been making fun of him all night. Now, <laughs> and that would have been funny in itself, but. I went to him, and I said, you know, I'm not just in need for marrying Tammy, but you into my crazy-ass family. So you <laughs> married me, you married Bill, you married you married her whole family, and you're stuck. And she says, you haven't, he says, you haven't met my sister yet. She's nuts. I said, I'm going to step up my game. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't be outdone there. I'll right. Play. <laughs> All right, number three, I think, is frost nip. That's what happens before frostbite. It's that tingling feeling that hurts. It's your body's warning sign that you have to warm up that body part now. When that cold part goes numb, you've got frostbite. And that's a medical emergency. And most people forget about the tips of their ears. So when you wear those, uh, those hats, folks, make sure you cover your ears or uh, get those earmuffs and put your hat over them. Okay, number four, pay attention to shivering. Shivering is your body's sign that your body temperature is dropping. You're not in medical danger yet, but you're heading toward hypothermia, which is that dangerously low body temperature, and that's something to worry about. Now, if you're still in the cold environment, these are four signs that you've crossed into moderate or severe hyperthermia. Um, number one, you're experiencing clumsiness or confusion. Number two, you feel drowsy. And number three, your shivering gets worse or even stops altogether. In that case, get out of the cold immediately and seek a warm place. Get out of wet clothes and bundle up in warm blankets. Uh, number five, the hat myth. That myth of wearing a hat. Wearing a hat is good. It keeps you warm. But you do not lose most of your body heat from your head. You remember that myth? where, oh, you lose like 80% of your body heat through your head. You remember that? <clears throat> oh, yeah, Bob? absolutely. Okay, yeah. Now, yes. the, heat you, right the, heat, the heat you lose from an uncovered head is no different from the heat you would lose from an uncovered arm or an uncovered leg. The myth started after an Army study from the 1950s found that soldiers who were bundled up except for their head lost most of their body heat from their head. Well, yeah, of course, because all the other places are covered up, right? <laughs> right, today, exactly. 
today, more than 60 years later, we know that if they had been bundled up except for their legs, they would have lost most of their body heat through their legs. So that's why it's important to wear a hat and long pants when it's cold. Leave the shorts for spring. Now, you know, I, I work for a school, and uh, every day I, I, I supervise recess for the kids. And every day when we line up lately, we line up, and I'll go, do you have a coat? Do you have a coat? Do you have a coat? No, I didn't bring a coat. You know, Timmy, you knew we were going up for recess. Why don't you have a coat? Oh, I don't feel the cold. Meanwhile, Timmy's wearing shorts and a T-shirt. So we go out, and he's got his, like, hands, like, inside his shirt, you know, inside the, the torso part of his shirt. And you can see all the little fine hairs on his legs standing up on Anna. Timmy, are you cold? No, I don't get cold. I'm like, you're lying. (laughs) I said, do I have to send you back? Because if you get hyperthermia out here, that's your doing. Oh, I don't get cold. I don't feel the cold. You know, and these kids are proud of going outside in in shorts and a T-shirt, you know, in 28-degree weather. And I'm like, y'all are crazy. Were you like that as a kid? Kid Bob, you know, I don't feel the cold. I'm not going to wear a hood because it ain't cool. Well, that was me. I'm not going to wear a hood because it ain't cool. Um, But now I really don't care. I will bundle up like the Michelin man. I will look like the Michelin man as long as I don't get cold. (laughs) Right. Oh, all right. So that's it for my health news. And unless you have anything else, Bob, we're going to go ahead and take a short break. Do you have anything else on your end? Go, Go ahead. Nope. All right. Well, folks, we're going to go ahead and take a short break. Remember our phone number is 347-677-0699. It's open mic day here at the Dynamic Dojo until 1 p.m. So go ahead and uh, give us a call. Um, I'm thinking of also doing a Facebook Live right after this, just just for shits and giggles, you know, so that way we can actually uh, – um, uh, get to more people and stuff like that that couldn't uh, that couldn't uh, listen live. But uh, I don't know. We'll see. But give us a call if you want to join the open mic. Let's talk about how you celebrate the holidays. Let's talk about how they celebrate the holidays, the winter holidays all around the world. So we'll be right back after this. Don't go away. High school is a time for figuring things out, like finding the square root of X when your ex won't stop texting you, or how to write an essay on 12th night the night before it's due. It's about making friends and making memories. It's about deciding where you fit, where you stand, and what you simply won't stand for. Long after class is dismissed, after you've left the halls and moved on with life, after you've forgotten all the answers to all the tests, you'll remember the day you figured out the kind of person you were going to be. Stand up for someone being bullied, and they'll never forget you. Stand up to bullying. In 50 feet, turn left. Why are you driving so slowly? After a few drinks, I'm taking it slow. Well, you're not fooling the cop behind you. What? Get ready to pay in .1 miles. Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. The Heart Truth is a campaign sponsored by the National Heart, Lung, and Blood Institute to raise awareness about heart health. 
One thing that everyone can do to support heart health is to get moving. Health and fitness expert Dr. Pamela Peek says that small steps can lead to big benefits. Throughout the day, just get up and move more. Park your car in the farthest parking spot. Find any excuse to walk as you live your busy life. The key to heart health is regular physical activity and a balanced diet. I help get my patients educated and motivated to stay active every single day. That's why I'm behind the Heart Truth Campaign and those who partnered with it, like Diet Coke. Join them this month as they work to educate, inspire, and motivate by visiting dietcoke.com slash hearttruth. Inside this little Burbank building, this is the first museum in the world dedicated to martial arts. It, it really reflects on the style and the, the philosophy of each and every different culture. White eyebrow kung fu, monkey kung fu, the animal styles, Shaolin. Talking about the ninja here. Japan had the samurai. Here we go into our Korean section. In fact, every corner of Asia and the Pacific has its own martial art. It'll be an absolute shame if one day you ask a kid and he doesn't know who Bruce Lee is. From the history of the Japanese samurai to the artistry of anime, Enjoy a look into Asian culture by visiting the Martial Arts History Museum in Burbank. Hi, this is Frank Duke. This is T. Joe Douglas Wong. Hi, this is Kumu Lua, Michelle Manu, and you're listening to Rosita and Bob on the Dynamic Dojo Radio Show. The only place to be to get the real scoop on the real things that are going on in the martial arts world. Do you have an idea for a guest? or a topic that you'd like to hear on the Dynamic Dojo Talk radio show? If you do, you can email your suggestions and ideas to dynamicdojoradiohost at gmail.com or you can also post it on the Dynamic Dojo Facebook page. You're listening to the Dynamic Dojo Show with Restita and Robert, your source for martial arts talk radio. All right, and we are back. This is Dynamic Dojo Talk Radio with Rosita and Robert. Our phone number here is 347-677-0699. And it is our holiday season episode. So it's open mic, as we normally do every year. So you can call in and talk about anything you want, holiday-related or not. doesn't matter. Um, but we would like to know how you're going to be celebrating your holidays this year. So give us a call, 347-677-0699. All right, so what are you doing this year, Bob, for Christmas? I'm kind of bummed that oh, I couldn't this... be there for Christmas, but, you know, it would have been an $800 flight <laughs> if I would have right. come Christmas Eve. <laughs> no, not, you know, not much. You know, my daughter's home for about a month from UCLA, my my uh, son and, and granddaughter and his girlfriend will probably be coming over. Uh, for the last two years, we used to meet, meet at my brother's house on Christmas uh-huh. Eve. But for like the last three years, we've been meeting at Olive Garden. Oh, so that's I th- not bad. We're, we're meeting, actually meeting at Outback Steakhouse this, this coming up Saturday. Oh, you can't go wrong with that. I love, you know, Olive Garden. You know, a lot of people go, oh, that ain't real Italian food. But, you know, there's something about their breadsticks and their... And their Alfredo sauce. <laughs> oh yeah, and my favorite is the Tuscany soup. That is my oh, absolute yeah, yeah, favorite. Oh yeah, yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty good. Uh, you know, but the but the I, now I get to go and have a blooming sauce. onion. 
Oh, there you go. You get to have a blooming onion, uh, onion and a big thick steak. That's awesome. That's very cool. Yes. I'm going to be um, spending time with the extended family, uh, my cousins and aunties. We're going to make the rounds. Pretty much the same thing that I did for Thanksgiving. And it's uh, you know it's it's been a kind of a bittersweet holiday, you know, since uh, since it's the first set of holidays since my mom passed. And you know it's it's just not the same. You could tell that it wasn't the same because the the same food wasn't you know there and stuff like that and my mom's laugh and my mom ordering people around and stuff like that so it's like it was kind of right, kind of weird on Thanksgiving but you know um it's it's great in the sense that my cousins and I are really starting to reconnect because you know we've all been pretty busy and and uh we just we just kind of keep touch on Facebook and stuff like that but we never really saw each other um, but now it's a, it's time to reconnect and really come together because uh, we have to start thinking about all our, uh, all my other aunties because gosh, not even a month after my mom passed, my eldest, um, auntie had a stroke. So that's when we all Ooh. pulled together and went, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? We got to find a place for, uh, we got to find a place for her to stay that is, uh, you know, accessible for her because you know now technically she's sort of disabled right um so it's kind of like we all had to pull together and that that was really cool so this year was cool in that sense that the rest of the family really reconnected and pulled together um so it's it's very cool so that's what i'm going to be doing uh, but we want to hear from our listeners you know tell us what you're going to be doing tell us how you celebrate the holidays at your dojo or at your your home and stuff like that. But in the meantime, you know, we had Steve Lilligan actually call at the beginning of the show and he hung up. So, you know, Steve, if you want to join the, the, the party, feel free to call in again. Okay. But what we're going to do in the meantime, even though, even if there isn't anyone that calls, we're going to discuss a little bit about how Christmas is celebrated uh, around the world. I shouldn't say just Christmas, but you know, all the winter holidays. So, um, I'm going to roll the wheel here and I'm going to start and then I'll have, uh, I'll have Sifu Bob pick a, pick a country and rolling, 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 rolling. We are in Indonesia. Let's see what Indonesia says. Okay, it says that although most people in Indonesia, about 85% are Muslims, about 10 of the population are Christians. And that's still about 20 million people. Indonesian Christians love to celebrate Christmas. Indonesian Christians usually go to church services on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. In most churches and cathedrals, people create nativity scenes and use them as part of the nativity drama performance. Uh, Christmas tree Christmas trees in Indonesia are normally artificial ones. You think there are no Christmas trees in Indonesia? <laughs> right. <laughs> although, although less common, some people have real pine trees to be decorated as Christmas trees. The biggest producer of quote unquote real trees is lo- located in Puncak, West Java. Another special type of Christmas trees are ones made from get this chicken feathers. 
chicken feathers made by people in their homes on Bali Island. These feather trees have been exported to different countries around the world. In early December, huge Christmas trees with beautiful and colorful decorations can be found in most shopping centers in big cities all over the country. Um, In 2011, there was also a huge Christmas tree made of edible chocolate created by professional Indonesian chocolatiers. Now, popular Christmas carols in Indonesia include Malam Kudus, an Indonesian version of Oh Holy Night, and Malam Kudus, an Indonesian version of Silent Night. These songs are usually sung on Christmas Eve in churches by a choir during the candlelight service when people think about the Christmas story. Um, Let's see. Cookies are a must-have food during Christmas in Indonesia. Some popular types of of cookies include nastar, a butter cookie with pineapple jam filling. Oh, my God, that sounds so good. (laughs) That sounds awesome. Um, There's also cheese cookies called kastengel and putri saldu or snow white cookies a butter cookie covered with powdered sugar and cheese. In Indonesia, Happy Merry Christmas is Selamat Natal. Um, And uh, just so everyone knows, here's how we say Merry Christmas in a a bunch of other languages. Let's see. Uh, Name a country. Name a language, Bob. Let's see if I can find it for you. Uh, Germany. Germany, Germany, Germany. Oh, does this mean I got to like do the control find Germany? Oh, it's, I can't even say it. Froha Weihnachten. <laughs> Did I say that right? German people. Froha Weihnachten. I don't know. Let, let's ask lady. Cause she speaks fluent German. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. I don't know, text her. How do you <laughs> have her send a sound bite on how to say uh, Merry Christmas in German? Um, uh, and uh, how about in Mandarin? I know how to say that. <laughs> and, but in Cantonese, it's Sengdan uh, Kwailok. So there you go. How about another country? Uh, Russian. Russian. Oh, Lord. <laughs> uh, he's, like, he's like going, shut up. You're never going to, I'm never going to ask you again. Sushyakslivavarastistva. I don't know how to say it. <laughs> Oh, I got one. I got one. I got one for you. I typed in England and it just says English. (laughs) Merry Christmas. (laughs) 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 Um, In the Philippines, we say Maligayang Pasco. Maligayang Pasco. Uh, How about in uh, (laughs) Japanese? It's uh, it's kind of funny because. You know, in Japanese, a lot of uh, words really don't, like in this case, in Japanese, Christmas doesn't have its own word. So a lot of times, um, Japanese people will do what I call Japanese English words. 
also like, you know, elevator. I don't think they have a dedicated word for elevator. So they actually spell it as irabita. So, you know, R-E-R-I-B-E-E-T-A, irabita, because that's how they say it, right? So in Japanese, Merry Christmas is Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. So that's how you say Merry oh, wow. Christmas. That was Americanizing Japanese. Yeah, Christmas. That's how, because that's how they would say it, right? So there we go. And in Korean, it's the same thing. It's Merry Christmas. Um, or I don't even know how to say this because I don't speak Korean, but I'm just going to do this phonetically. Jogayun Christmas doseyo. So I completely butchered that. I know. So I got to apologize to all my completely. Korean friends. Yeah. Uh, how, how about, about Italian? Italian? Yeah, hey, great minds think alike. Italian. Bon yep. Natal. Bon Natal. So there we go. Um, let's see. In Latin, Felicem Diem Nativitatis. Nativitatis. There we go. Um, <clears throat> uh, let's see. In Malaysia, Salamat Hari Natal. Uh, let's see here. What else? Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. New Zealand in Maori, Mary Kitty Himete. <laughs> there we go. Hmm. Nice. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's see. Philippines. Now, I already said Tagalog. It's Maligayang Pasco. In Ilocano, uh-huh. which is my uh, my dad's. Um, dialect. It's Naragsak na Pasqua in Bicol. In Bicol, Maugmang Pasco. And oh, and in Pangasinan, my mom's my mom's my mom's dialect. Maabig ya Pasco. Or how about what? How about uh, French? French. Let's look that up. Joyeux Noel. Joy, you know, J-O-Y-E-U-X. Joy, is it Joyeux? Sounds like that will still be Joy. Joyeux Noel. Did I say that? French people, come on, call in. If y'all speak a different language, call in and let us know how you how you say Merry Christmas. <clears throat> so anyway, all right, let's go to let's go to another country here and uh see how they celebrate. So let's um let's see. Let's go to <clears throat> let's go to Italy. Why not? All right. One of the most important ways of celebrating Christmas in Italy is the nativity crib scene. Using a crib to tell the Christmas story was made very popular by St. Francis of Assisi in 1223. The previous year, he had visited Bethlehem, and he saw where the stable was, uh, where it was thought Jesus was born. A lot of Italian families have a nativity scene in their homes. The city of Naples is world famous for its crib making. These are known as presape napoletano, meaning the Neapolitan cribs. The first crib scene in Naples is thought to go back to 1025, 
and was in the church of St. Maria de Presepe, um, even though, and this was even before St. Francis of Assisi had made cribs very popular. Um, so that's, that's pretty cool. Um, let's see. One special thing about Neapolitan cribs is that they have always displayed not only characters and figurines from the Christmas story, but also everyday people and objects such as waterfalls, food, animals, um, and even figures of famous people and politicians. <laughs> Naples is also home to the largest crib scene in the world, which has over 600 objects. So there we go. On Christmas Eve, it is common to eat um, no meat. Often a light seafood meal is eaten, and, and then people go to the midnight mass. Types of fish and how they are served vary between different regions in Italy. People return from mass. If it's cold, you might have a slice of Italian Christmas cake called penettone, which is like a dry, fruity sponge cake and a, hup of, and a cup of hot chocolate. There we go. Pretty cool. Uh, you get to pick a country now. <clears throat> Well, I, w- I want to bring up laziness right now. Laziness? Okay, laziness. Okay. My daughter went for a trial to become a nanny the other day, and, and she really doesn't like kids anyway. So they test uh, her over on some car- on some some of their cars. They because this guy's like a multi billionaire. Uh-huh. So she drove a Tesla and she drove an Audi the other day. She gets paid in cash. She gets paid eighty bucks. So. Uh-huh. I, I see you're going out the door just now, and I said, where are you going? She says, I'm going to go get my lunch. Okay. Mm-hmm. She didn't, you know, you know the shopping center right up the street from me? It has a car yeah, yeah. in the subway and a Popeye's. Yeah, yeah. She, no, she orders her lunch from Uber Eats instead of walking her ass to go get her food. She's so, having it delivered. So what did she do, walk outside to meet the Uber guy? Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. It's a it's two blocks away. Right. It, it's <laughs> not not even that. It, yeah, it's like a block and a half, but it's a long block, you know, after we get to the end of your block. It, it's kind of a long block. It's kind of like halfway in the middle of the block, I think. I mean, I, you know, when you used to go to work, I used to go, oh, I'm going to go get breakfast. And I would just walk over there and go to Starbucks or wherever, right? And it was not that bad what, three minutes to get there, if that, if I'm walking slow. Right. Come on, exactly. people. Come on. Uh, okay. Anyway. Okay. Uh, pick a country, okay. bud. So, what do you want me to do? Pick, pick a country. Okay. Pick a country. Uh, India. India. Nice one. Let's go to India. Do, 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 do. Okay. Compared to other religious festivals, Christmas is quite a small festival in India. Due to the number of people who are Christians, there's only about 2.3% of the population compared to people who belong to other religions. Having said this, the population of India is over 1 billion. So if we take that into consideration, there are over 25 million Christians in India. Now, one of the largest Christian uh, communities in India is in the city of Mumbai. A lot of the Christians in Mumbai are Roman Catholics. In India's smallest state, Goa, which is on the west of India, about 20, 26% are Christians. Many of the Christians in Mumbai come from or have roots in Goa, the states of Manipur, uh, Meghalaya, Nagaland, and Mizoram, all on the very east of India, have high populations of Christians as well. 
Midnight Mass is a very important service for these Christians in India, especially the Catholics. The whole family will walk to the Mass, and this will be followed by a massive feast of different delicacies, mostly curries. I am hungry now. <laughs> um, and the giving and receiving of presents Churches in India are decorated with poinsettia flowers and candles For the Christmas Eve uh, mass service Now, many different languages are spoken in India In Hindi, Merry Christmas is Subha Christmas um, Urdu, it's uh, Christmas Mubarak um, In Sanskrit, it's uh, Chris, Christmas Sasya Subka I said that completely wrong. And uh, Gujarati, it's Anandi Natal or Kushi Natal. Uh, in Bengali, it's Subo Borodin. Uh, in Tamil, Kiristumas Vaitukal. I butchered that too. In Konkani, it's oh, Kushal Borit Natala. And uh, in Kannada, it's Christmas Habada Shabaash. Shava Ashayagalu. Wow. Pretty cool. <laughs> now, instead of having traditional Christmas trees, a banana or mango tree is decorated, or whatever tree people can find to decorate. Uh, and sometimes people use mango leaves to decorate their homes. In southern India, Christians often put small oil-burning clay lamps on the flat roofs of their homes to show their neighbors that Jesus is light of the world. Christians in Goa love to celebrate Christmas. Goa has a lot of Western customs as part of their Christmas, as Goa has historical connections with Portugal. Most Christians in Goa are Catholic. Uh, people like to go carol singing around the neighborhood about a week before Christmas. Uh, Christmas trees are also very popular as it is a quote-unquote traditional rich <clears throat> Let's see. I I uh I read that wrong. Oh, Christmas trees are also very popular as is traditional rich fruit Christmas cakes. A lot of local sweets are eaten at Christmas in Goa. Favorite sweets include nudios, which are small pastries which are stuffed with dry fruit, coconut, and fried you know, you know, <laughs> Rose Jimenez, you need to call us. Let's talk about food. Rose, <laughs> Rose is my footy friend, um, also another host here on the uh, Seika Network. Um, and then there's dodo, which is toffee with uh, coconut and cashews in it. There are other sweets that are often part of the consuada. People make sweets before Christmas and give them to their friends and neighbors. So, Wow. You know, as uh, we see kind of a common theme here, that being with family uh, and food is a very important part of the holidays all around the world during the winter. So very cool. Let me check the phone lines here. Oh, nobody's nobody's here. Watch. If we go on Facebook Live right after this, you know everyone's going to be there. <laughs> I know, right? Right? <laughs> so we'll see how that works. All right. Um, let's see here. Now, do you have any funny stories that, that you've done for, that, that you've, that have happened over the years during Christmas? I have one, <laughs> but do you have any funny oh, stories? Oh, let's, let's, let's hear yours. I don't think I okay. have any, but let's hear yours. Okay. This was like, I don't know. It was kind of like in the early nineties or mid nineties. I forget. And I was living, um, in a house, 
with my roommate and her girlfriend um, and uh, a couple other friends. And, uh, and we were all sitting around. And this was, you know, way back in the days when, when we drank a lot. <laughs> so we, I forgot what we were drinking. In fact, I think there was a little bit of weed involved. I don't remember. Uh, but I, I do know I kind of did both. And uh, we were we were decking decking the tree. We were decorating the tree, and um, I was I was gonna like try to get all the lights put together and strung together. Where you know you have to take one set of lights and plug them into the plug of the other set or whatever. Well, I was right. having a bear of a time plugging plugging these sets of um, lights together, and I'm like, what the hell is going on? Well, anyway, five minutes go by. And my friends all started laughing hysterically, and I'm all like, what? Now, keep in mind, I was, like, pretty lit, right? Turns right. out uh-huh. I was trying to plug together two female ends of the plug. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile. Any time I've tried to plug in, plug in two females, I've always had problems. Well, yeah, you know, and you'll, you'll almost always get slapped for wanting to see that. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was my problem. Yeah, that's your problem. But my friends, my roommates, we, you know, we were doing like completely traditional outside of the lights, right? So we were going to do, uh, so we were going to string popcorn to be garlands and stuff. So anyway, ladies are stringing popcorn garlands i'm like so and you know this was after they caught me trying to plug two female ends of the lights together so i'm like man what's taking you so long the lights are up well what they did is they were stringing popcorn but they forgot to tie a knot on the end of the thread so they were just like pushing everything down off onto the floor <laughs> well and you guys I'm were like, fun when you drank i'm like and you're and you're calling me Stupid? Really? Look at all this shit on the floor. <laughs> the dogs, the dogs absolutely loved it. They absolutely loved it. Oh, I'm sure they did. <laughs> oh my gosh. That 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 you know, that was one Christmas I will never forget. And then of course, you know, the cat. The cat uh decided to like climb the tree and Stuff like that didn't knock it over, but we thought we thought the tree was gonna launch that cat because the cat was like right on top of the tree and it started to bow over, right? And I thought, oh, all it takes is for her to step on the wrong branch, it's gonna launch her right across the house. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! But yeah, <laughs> stringing popcorn all over the floor and plugging two female ends of Christmas lights. That's just awesome. <laughs> so we nice. want to hear from you guys. Let's hear some funny stories, you guys. So give us a call, 347-677-0699. And if, uh, you know what, Bob, if we don't hear from anyone in the next 10 minutes, um, you know, let's let's go ahead and, like, end the audio show and we'll go on Facebook Live. How does that sound? Okay. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I need to, it's going to take me a while to set up speakers and stuff like that because I'm going to have to uh, put you on like Facebook call (coughs) again. And I don't have a stand, so we can't really, we can't really uh, 
have you on video, but we'll uh, we'll kind of check what that happens. So anyway, our phone number here is three four seven six seven seven zero six nine nine. We're also going to be on Facebook Live here. If no one calls in within the next five or ten minutes, I'm beginning to wonder whether or not we should just end and go to Facebook Live because <laughs> it's fun yeah. that way. Maybe we should do that. So you know what, folks, what we're going to do is we are going to sign off from this particular um, this particular broadcast, audio broadcast, and we are going to go on Facebook Live. So we're going to go ahead and end. Um, check us in about 15 minutes. I'll put an announcement up, and uh, we'll see everyone on Facebook Live. So Merry Christmas, and we'll see you guys on Facebook. Bye-bye now. Guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC, member SIPC.